The cure for anything is salt water, sweat, tears, or the sea. Isaac Dennison. Salt water just may be the cure for your health problems as well, since this is what makes up 70% of our human bodies. But are we doing it enough or the right way for maximum benefits? The author of Quench, Dana Cohen, is here to set us straight. She used to deliver babies, but now she delivers exceptional wellness for women. Welcome to her Brilliant Health Radio, where holistic women's health expert and board-certified OBGYN, Dr. Kieran Dunstan, shares revolutionary insight from leading experts on what you need to know today to treat the root cause of disease, heal, and create the radiant health you've been searching for. Lean in and get ready to experience the bountiful, blissful, and beautiful vitality that you deserve. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Her Brilliant Health Revolution, where we are teaching you what you need to know to do to jumpstart your metabolism at midlife so you can lose weight and regain energy, feel sexy and confident, look great, and master midlife. And I have a guest here with me today who you might remember from a previous episode, and because she's so fabulous and her topic is of vital importance, I invited her back to share even deeper information on how and why you need to harness the power of water for your health because you are 60 to 70% water, but how to do this every day because I talk with women all the time who find it challenging to stay properly hydrated. I find it challenging to stay properly hydrated. And I know you do because you tell me this all the time. And so Dr. Dana Cohen is here to help you with that. I'm going to remind you a little bit about her. She is the co-author of Quench, Beat Fatigue, Drop Weight and Heal Your Body Through the Science of Optimum Hydration with cultural anthropologist Gina Bria. From hormonal imbalances and autoimmune conditions to cardiovascular disease and gut health, she is renowned for her commitment to finding the root of dysfunction in the body and providing holistic protocols that effectively restore balance and well-being. Welcome back, Dr. Dana. Thank you so much for having me. So loved your episode and got so much positive feedback from people who really didn't get the importance of staying properly hydrated and how that could be accomplished, like with food, where you talked about eating your hydration. And I'll never forget you telling me about putting the, was it chia seeds in water? Yeah. Yeah. So that they absorb it. And then when you eat it, you have all that hydration. And I'll never forget that, you know, that kind of information is very impactful. So I love that you shared that. And I wanted to have you back to really dive in. How do you do this on a day-to-day basis? I hear women all the time. They say, oh, okay, I get it. I'm 60 to 70% water. I'm going to drink lots of water. And they get this ginormous plastic bottle off of Amazon and they fill it with tap water and they go to town chugging the water. And there's so much more to it than that, as we were just talking about before we started recording. So 
What's wrong with that picture? Okay. Well, let me first start by saying, because I say this in every podcast, I probably said it in yours, that knowing how to optimally hydrate is the single most important thing you can do to treat and prevent chronic illness, period. You must, must, must start there before going on any diet, any supplement regimen, any new lifestyle regimen. You have to learn how to hydrate first. And yes, I well, first of all, let me just say, I make it as easy as possible. I really try to make it as easy as possible. This is not a difficult, you know, ketogenic diet where you need to buy weird food and expensive food. We really try to make it as easy as possible. However, it is a day in, day out thing that you need to remind yourself of every hour every, you know, of every waking moment of every day. You need to live in your body. You need to recognize the symptoms. You can't be cut off from our necks down. We need to to feel what it feels like to be optimally hydrated. And it is that important to keep that at the forefront of your mind most of the time during the day. So for example, like I'm sure you know, I there have been days where I've sat at my desk for 10 hours straight, never got up once to pee, to drink, to eat, never moved from my chair and that's a problem. So I will try to make it as easy as possible for you to recognize these things. We, you know, we, you'll go back and listen to that other podcast, but you know, we're meant to get up and pee every two or three hours. And then the symptoms, which we all know about, are you feeling great? Are you moving fluidly? Is your energy great? Is there no headaches, no fatigue? Are you thinking clearly? Like all of these things, if you're feeling great, then you're doing it right. And are you eating well? you know, also very important. Are you eating lots of vegetables? And I mean, lots of vegetables. It's a very plant-centric diet because plants is where we get this structured water that we talk about in the book, which is this fourth phase of water. It's how it's found in nature and it's how it's found within ourselves. So the idea is by eating more plants in our diets and hydrating foods, healthy fats, those kind of things. They're all important. And we lay it all out and we probably talked about it before. And women hear that. And I think what some people do is they hear an episode like that and they say water's important and they go get this ginormous plastic jug on Amazon, the 128 ounce one, and they fill it with tap water and they just start drinking. And so just even based on what you recap from the last episode, there's so many things wrong with that. Yeah. So I want you to help people understand that it is more, it's about what you're eating, eating your yeah. hydration and that plastic bottles are not great. And what's the problem with tap water and what should you be doing instead? I just find there's so much confusion. A lot of people will say, okay, yeah. I get tap water is not good. I'll get bottled water. And they go buy bottled water, which Consumer Reports has studied and said that half of it is tap water. So, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. help them understand. Okay. So first of all, let me just say also by drinking more and more water is not necessarily the answer. Now it could be good for some people but it's not the answer. You can't compare a five foot person versus a six foot two athlete. What environments are they living? What foods are they eating? How much are they sweating? How much are they exercising? So it's not necessarily about more and more water. Once again, it's about living in your body and knowing what it feels like. So that's number one. There's just no great way to measure it. And what's the perfect amount of water? Because it always goes back to that eight glasses a day, which comes from nowhere. Okay. So that's number one. How
how much water you drink depends on how well you eat, how well you move, what kind of environments, are you taking any medications? There's lots of factors in there. So we have to take that out of the equation and people have to do that, that work themselves to know what's the set point of water. Now let's talk about Number one, let's talk about the plastic container. The better containers to buy are either glass or stainless steel. We want to get plastic out of the hands and especially plastic bottles, the bottled waters that people are buying. I mean, it's obscene what we're doing to our oceans and the plastics that we're creating. Like we need to do better than that. And then the type of water. So tap water, I mean, it's basically dead water. It's important. We still need to drink some water, regular water, but there's nothing in there. There's no minerals. There's no electrolytes. There's no, there's no structure to it. So there are lots of different ideas of what to do. Like you can improve upon your tap water by maybe adding it to a green smoothie, mixing it with blended vegetables. That structures it. You know, so you're getting the greens, which is the fiber. You're getting the minerals in there. That's a great way to get some hydration. And in fact. I don't want to say in fact, because it's not in fact, but I know this with every ounce of my being to be true, that one green smoothie, so it's blended vegetables with water and whatever else you want to put in there, like ginger or lemon and uh, a green apple, whatever you make your smoothie is probably three times as hydrating from a cellular standpoint than one glass of the equivalent of tap water. How many people do you know in yourself say, I drink so much water, but I can't quench my thirst no matter how much I drink. It happens all the time. It happens with my yogis, you know, my, all of my, my athletes, like I drink so much water and I can't, I still can't, can't quench my thirst because they're not doing it right. You need the fiber, you need the minerals, you need some electrolytes. Now it doesn't mean in every single glass of water, you have to add electrolytes, but a couple of those glasses a day, you probably do need to add some electrolytes. And especially if you're sweating and are an athlete, you know, you need to make sure that you're replenishing those electrolytes that you're losing. You covered a lot of things there. I just want to highlight a few things you covered. So the plastic, yes, it's a planet problem. And it's also a health problem because it's got phthalates and it can have BPA. So these are endocrine disruptors that disrupt your hormones. So just everybody know, get your plastic or your stainless steel. Yeah. I just want to say one thing, even the BPA free. Yes. Yeah, so it doesn't have BPA, but it has other chemicals that are probably just as bad, maybe even if not worse. Right, and so they now everybody knows that BPA is bad, so it'll say BPA-free, but as I understand it, there's like BPA, like there are different types of BPs. Yeah. BPA, it's like BPA-1, 2, I might not be saying it exactly correct, but they can have the other types in there, so there can be equally as toxic. Yeah. So your container matters. And then For those people who don't know what you're talking about when you say you can structure your tap water by blending it in a green smoothie, what do you mean when you say structure it? Going back to the science in the book, there has been a new phase of water that's been discovered. We know that water exists as liquid ice and vapor. There's now a fourth phase called gel water or structured water. And based upon the research of the world's leading water researcher, Dr. Gerald Pollack, based at a University of Washington in Seattle, he calls it easy water, stands for exclusionary zone. So this is a another phase of water, and it turns out that this is the type of water that's found in nature, in plants. Think about celery, and that's oh, celery, sure. Celery is really hydrating. You can see the water in the veins of the celery. Think about, but I was going to say cucumbers. Mm-hmm. Think about the seeds of cucumbers. There's literally a gel around them. Those are very, that's loaded with this gel or structured water. There's lots, it goes by a, a couple, a bunch of different names. So 
that's so structuring water is how the cells layer upon each other, how these H2O molecules literally layer upon each other. And it's in that layering, they share electrolytes, uh, they share, I'm sorry, electrons. And because of that, they're actually providing energy electrical energy like and it stores energy like a battery stores energy within our body so water is no longer just moistening or lubricating or even the universal solvent it's actually energy for the body in the form of electrical energy it's really fascinating so it's in that structured form that is way more hydrating to our cells than plain bulk we call plain bulk water. Tap water is is also known as that. Great. Thank you for explaining that. And then you mentioned about electrolytes, adding electrolytes to water. So I know people are sitting here thinking, do I need to add electrolytes to my water? What electrolytes would I add? So are there specific sources for that or types of electrolytes that you recommend? Very simple. Real salt. Real salt has a full, like, and when I say real salt, I'm talking about like pink Himalayan salt, rock salt. There's actually a brand called Real Salt that I love. It tastes like do a taste test between your regular table salt and real salt. It tastes so much richer and saltier and delicious. And it has the full range of minerals. And I would not recommend you put salt into every single glass of water that you drink, but a couple glasses and specifically your first glass of, of water in the day. Like, I love the idea of front-loading your water. We bring that term into the book. Front-loading means first thing in the morning, drink a really big glass of water. And I usually, like, if you can get 16 ounces in, you're doing your body, you're really soaking your organs, you're doing a really good thing. And that's how desert people hydrate. That's where my co-author comes in. She's done her research on, on, she's an anthropologist on how desert people hydrate. And they do that by they certainly don't walk around with water, you know, plastic water bottles all day long, but they front load their water. And I also, I give this example a lot, going back to the containers, I have a glass pitcher that I bought on Amazon that has the cup over it. I fill it up at night. I put a little tiny pinch of, of real salt in there. I squeeze a little lemon in there. I leave it at my nightstand. I wake up before my feet even hit the floor. I chug that thing down. Mm-hmm. So really simple thing to do. And I use filtered tap water to do that. doesn't have to be, you know, find a spring and do spring water. Obviously, spring water is really good for us. Like that is loaded with minerals and it is structured by nature, the way it flows. But that's a big ask. But we do mention it in the book. There's a, there's a website called findaspring.com where literally you can find a spring that's near you. You can go fill your water bottles with this real living water. It's great. But that's not a daily kind of thing to do. Well, I was going to say you live in Queens where, <laughs> you know, um, there are, the springs? so there's some not far, like 45, minutes, 45 minutes North from me up in Tarrytown. There's some uh-huh. Springs, you know, Westchester and County and some of those other ones. They're, they're there. Like it's, it's interesting that there are some Springs. Check out the website. It's, it's kind of cool. Okay, I will check it out. Yeah. We'll be right back after this short message from our sponsor. Hey there, it's your conscience calling. It's a new year. Just wondering where you are with your resolution. You remember the one to lose some weight and get in shape? You know, life would be a whole lot better if you upped your metabolism, lost a few pounds, had some energy, and could get in your skinny jeans again, right? But I know you don't want to count calories, and I don't want you to either. And working out at the gym is not your idea of fun, or mine. I know you hate the thought that you might fail at weight loss, again. 
And I do too. And that's why, this time, I've set you up for the ultimate success by working with a doctor who lost 100 pounds at midlife herself by addressing all the hidden causes of weight gain no one's told you about. It's about so much more than diet and exercise. You'll see, Dr. Kieran will tell you all the secrets you need to know to lose 10 pounds and double your energy in the 28-day Jumpstart program. It addresses all the reasons that 90% of weight loss programs fail women at midlife. Yup, it was created by Dr. Kieran after she lost 100 pounds at midlife. She designed it to address the same issues that you're having. Only you don't know you're having them because no one told you. So yes, I heard what you want. And for sure, you totally deserve it. To live in a body that is healthy and vital and supports you in doing everything that you want to do. And to look good doing it while having more fun than you can imagine, I got you. And I know you don't want to pay a lot of money to try yet another program. So you'll love the special introductory offer of just $47 to join. Just $47? Girl, you know you spend that on things you can't even remember every single month. What have you got to lose? Nothing. Losing 10 pounds could just be the jumpstart you need to your next level of living. It's all ready for you. Just go to jumpstartyourmidlifemojo.com to get the details on this amazing program and sign up now. Then you can check off lose weight and feel great from your to-do list and get back to the things that matter most to you. I heard you and I've answered. Dr. Kieran's got your resolution covered with the Jumpstart program. I'll see you there. And we're back. So speaking of the type of water, so when a water says spring water and you get it at the store in a jug, whether it's plastic or glass, is it really spring water? Well, you know, that's a really good question. I think it has to be if it says it, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know the rules. I don't know the, where we were talking just before you said something like, we're finding that a lot of it is tap water. But I think if it says spring and it gives you the spring, like... You know, right. it has to say, like, Poland Springs, I don't think, is a real spring. I might be wrong about this. <laughs> so you have to do your research to see if it's a real spring. But I know Consumer Reports has done multiple research into this. And so the, you can definitely look to them. And they they do an analysis of what's in the water and is it really spring water yeah. and all of that. Yeah. So yeah. Options for filtering, since we know that tap water is not the best. You talked about that it's essentially dead water. It doesn't, it's not conditioned, doesn't have information, minerals, and it has a lot of undesirable characters in it. Yeah, like lead and flint and many other places and other heavy metals and bleach and and fluoride, which mm -hmm. I think is finally maybe hopefully coming to light that we put fluoride in our drinking water, which is directly toxic to our thyroids. I honestly believe that that is probably the single most important reason of why hypothyroidism is rampant and epidemic right now, especially among women, the fluoride in our water, and it's there's no reason for it to be there. So filtering. Let me just first start by saying I do not mention filters in the book. 
because it is a whole study in in and of itself. I've done a little bit of study, so I will tell you what I do know. But it's also, I wanted the book to be accessible to all. I didn't want people who couldn't afford a filter to really worry about. Once again, the, the big idea in the book is to eat more of your water and not necessarily drink more and more water. That's not saying we don't need to drink water. We do. But it may not be the you know, 64 ounces of water that people are recommending. It, it, it could be very much less than that if you're eating well, right? Mm-hmm. So there's lots of different filters. I often push people to go check out ewg.org, environmentalworkinggroup.org. They have a list of water filters by price point. That's a great place to start. And then there's, so let's just talk about the different filters, you know, the over-the-counter, the Brita filters, those kind of things. They're fine. They do the job. They don't get rid of fluoride. They get rid of, you know, some of the big things that we need to get rid of, heavy metals, those kind of things. It's what I used for a really long time, even up until like two years, you know, a year ago, two years ago, even after the book was out. Because I live in New York, I know the water is good and decent. I add electrolytes to my water. I sometimes even add bought electrolytes. So I'll buy an electrolyte mix. Just full disclosure, I'm on the board of a company called Cure Hydration. And it's a it's a powdered electrolyte replacement that you put in a glass of water. And so it's a delicious and there's there's no sugar or fake stuff in there and it meets all the requirements by the World Health Organization of what your electrolyte composite should be. So that's sort of the bottom of the line. Those are the cheapest. If that's all you can afford, it's it's okay. You know, it's really okay. I recently, more recently have a reverse osmosis filter where that that gets rid of everything, including fluoride, which is very difficult to get rid of. And I love it. I actually, if you, I don't know, do you want me to mention brands or sure. not? Yeah. So I have an AquaTrue brand tabletop filter and and I love it. It it looks good, it's easy, it's somewhat affordable for most. They also have payment plans. Like that's really the thing I like about it. But the thing about reverse osmosis is that it removes everything, including minerals. So even more important for you to remineralize your, you know, most of those the water that goes through that. And that could be a simple remineralization (laughs) of the water could be as simple as making a green smoothie. So you use that water, you make your green smoothie, you're putting your vegetables in there, you're putting some lemon, maybe a little ginger, whatever you're doing, that's already that you're taking minerals from them and that's all you need to do. Or you can add the pinch of sea salt in the morning and then a few of those glasses a day without anything in it is fine as well. And then what about alkaline water? Can you weigh in on that? Because it's all the rage and there's a big argument about it. (laughs) Yeah, I will tell you my feelings. I don't think that the research has panned out at all about alkaline water. And honestly, it doesn't make any sense to me. You know, as soon as the water hits your, your stomach, it's no longer alkaline. It just doesn't make sense to me. However, with all of that being said, I will tell you that all of my, there's so many of my patients swear by it. And that means something you know, that they feel better, they feel more energized. Now, who's to say that it's not because they're hydrating more? You know, I don't know. I don't know the answer, but I don't think the alkaline water has really panned out to be all that it's that it's supposed to be. I just, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen any of the research. It doesn't make sense to me. Now, hydrogen water, on the other hand, this is water infused with hydrogen ions. It's actually very difficult to find. I would never buy 
a bottle of hydrogen water in the supermarket because that hydrogen is long dissipated. It's a gas. So it's something that you need to buy a machine and generate it and drink it immediately, which is, I don't do that. But I do think that there's some very fascinating research about hydrogen water and specifically for like anti-cancer research. There's some very powerful things there. And with that, maybe even only drinking one glass of that a day is all you need. So there's some interesting stuff there, but you cannot, do not buy hydrogen water in a jar off the shelf. It's, it does nothing. So, yeah. So where would people find it who would be interested? Oh, I'm going to forget the brand name. There's a guy, Paul Botero, who has a device. I might have to get back to you on that. There's, there's a couple of companies that make these devices. You know what? I'm sure Dr. Mercola, Mercola.com has uh, uh, yes. information about that because I know he's done a couple of podcasts about it. Yeah, so I'd have to send them there. Mm-hmm. I've had it in a foil pack that has a little spout on it. Um, I don't recall the brand and I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> so it definitely yeah. noticed the difference. There's so- definitely something to that, but I think there's also something in uh, the way it's transported. I mean, as soon as, it, you know, the hydrogen ion sort of, it dissipates incredibly quickly. Mm-hmm. There's definitely something about the storage of it and how it's how it can get into your your cells, but but once again, I'm not I'm not an expert on that. So that might be something for once a day use, kind of medicinally, but doesn't have to be everything that you drink. For sure, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly, and it's and it does you know that's that is super extra credit, <laughs> super yeah. extra credit, yeah, and then super super extra credit might be actually a structured water filter. Yeah, yeah. That you can purchase. So uh, let me also say something about that. I am first and foremost a physician and a scientist, and I like data, and I like I like to see the data. There's not a lot of di- data on structured water devices, but if you look at nature and they mimic nature, and once again, it has to be something that you, know, you take your patients. It's the art of medicine that we that we look at, right? So you listen to your patients and they're saying drinking structured water from a structured water container device makes a huge difference for them. And I will say those people, the people that I know that do that are, are the super extra credit people. So they were already hydrating well. So I'm not convinced that it's the extra hydration that's making them feel better, that it, it probably is the structured water device. I do, you know, so... And I think a lot of them are very simple vortex devices. They're not yes. that expensive. I do think that there's something to that, but I don't think that there's a lot of research behind it yet. Yes, I agree with you. There isn't, but I do say that an N of one and if when it's you is great. And so when it comes to things like that, I'm very open and willing yeah. to try things. I've had structured water and I honestly do notice a difference. I've had hydrogen infused water and notice a difference I swear by alkaline water too, although I agree the science is not necessarily there, but I have to go with what my body tells me. And for me, us reconnecting our health and to our bodies and listening to our bodies is all a part of the healing journey. Absolutely. So the data is great, but at some point we got to say, mm, what is my body telling me? Yeah. And I like to say it couldn't hurt. <laughs> it couldn't hurt. Now that sounds like a New York thing. There you go. I grew up hearing that all the time in New York. It couldn't hurt, you know, try it. So I think this is really important. I wanted to have this conversation about how do you do this every day? 
because I still find there's so much confusion about it and so many missteps. And it's such a great opportunity here to really reboot your health. And why is this particularly important at midlife? Let me start with the first sentence I said. Learning how to hydrate the single most important thing to treat and prevent chronic illness. Chronic illness is on the rise. It is, you know, even though we as Americans are living longer, we certainly are not living better. And, you know, we want to stave off. We want to live as vibrant and fluid as as possible. And diabetes, degenerative diseases, they're all on the rise. And so learn hydration is the key. I really think it's the key. And once you do this, it's such a domino effect. Everything then starts, it's the little impetus that you need also to sort of make those bigger changes from there. And I see it all the time. You know, you start here and then, huh, you know what? I'm eating a little bit better. I'm getting rid of all that junk food that I was eating. I'm eating less sugar. I'm moving better. So therefore I am moving, you know, like people, you're hurting, you're in pain, you're not moving. Once you start to feel better, you're moving better. You're moving more. So it is in midlife. There was recently, this was very interesting. And I recently, for the first time ever, there was recently a a study. It was done at the University of Colorado. And the summary is drinking water can suppress the vasopressin hormone receptor, mitigating obesity and metabolic syndrome in mice. So yeah, it's an animal study. And the conclusion, we also show that the administration of water can suppress vasopressin and both prevent and treat obesity. That has never been talked about. That's amazing. I know. We talk, so just drinking water, you know, before this, it's always been like, yeah, there's been some studies by adding, you know, upping your water. When you go on a diet, you lose five more pounds than you would if you just did the diet alone, you know, and, and the idea was like, oh, it makes you feel fuller. You know, there's some reasons this is actually a real physiological response to just drinking more water from our major chronic disease, obesity, and diabetes. So for those reasons, we... Yeah, that's amazing. And, you know, the cynic in me, the first thing I thought of when you said that is next thing you know, we'll need a prescription to get water. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's uh, very, yeah, scary, but could, you know, yeah, interesting. All right. Yeah. yeah, that's fascinating. And so insulin resistance does start to increase at perimenopause and menopause. And so upping your water could be the thing to help you get your metabolism back because insulin resistance is linked to your metabolism. So I'm going to encourage everyone listening to really take that to heart and take action. And once again, water is energy. It's not necessarily just moistening, just hydrate, you know, just the universal solvent, lubricating. It is energy. It's electrical energy. It provides our body with energy. And that's what we are finding. And that's where we're going with proper hydration, which is a very different way to think about water. People just think like, oh, I need it to lubricate. No, you need it. It is a source of energy when you speak about metabolism. So... And we'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. Hey there, it's me again, your conscience. Just letting you know, I did hear you. The question is, did you hear me? Go to jumpstartyourmidlifemojo.com now to sign up for Dr. Kieran's next challenge starting soon. Pause this recording and go to the website now. We'll wait for you. Dr. Kieran's got you covered in achieving your resolutions this year. I'm always looking out for you. You're welcome. 
we're back. So when I work with people, I talk all the time about the energy body, the meridians, and how this subtle energy flows through the body. Is that what you're saying is the energy of water or something else? It's something else, but similar. So literally hydraulic energy. So the way that water flows across cells, much like a waterfall, mm-hmm. it provides electrical energy to our cells and to our body. Whereas it's only ever been thought about that ATP is our only, you know, which we get from glucose, is our only form of energy, which by the way, we need water with that equation, yes. H2O, you know. So that, yes, for that reason, but then very specifically electrical energy. So that's one idea. So hydraulic energy, the way that water flows in and out of cells. The other thing is... We talk about the fascia in the body. Fascia, so not only does it act like a hydraulic pump and it pumps water, water conducts electricity. We know that water is an electrical conductor. So fascia, it acts as an electrical conductor as well. So I think the research on fascia is really booming right now. Some interesting research coming out, and which is which is a little mind-blowing because we've only ever thought that neurons are there our only way that electrical impulses get throughout the body. But I don't think that that's true. I think I think fascia. And then think about gel water or structured water. So we know that water conducts electricity, but we also know that gel conducts it better. That's why we add, you know, when we do an ultrasound, it's more conductive. When we do EKGs, there's gel on those, on the EKG, the buttons that we put on our bodies because it conducts electricity better. We can see it better. We can hear it better, measure it better. So yeah, no, literally electrical energy is a true source of energy for the body and we need hydration to do that. Yeah. And I think it does have a subtle energy to it too, depending on where it's been, but I'm sure there's probably no data on that. But just like foods have that chi, that prana, that life force. Yes. um, I absolutely believe that. And I do think there's a little bit of research. I mean, I think the research of Dr. Emoto. Oh, that's right. Very interesting. You know, forgot about that. Yeah. You talk to water and there's, there's interesting stuff that comes out of it. So it's, uh, I think there's something there. Yeah. Can you share that with everyone? Because I love that research and it really does speak to that subtle energy. Yeah. Uh, once again, not an expert, but very interesting when you put energy or you love into water, it changes its makeup. It changes, it becomes structured, you know, and they've taken right. pictures of it. They're the most gorgeous pictures and beautiful. They look like snowflakes almost. They're works of art. Yeah, there's ongoing research into that, but it's not only that, it's it's water that comes from once again, the spring water, living water, where it's moving in nature versus that dead bulk tap water. People notice a difference. Yeah. I actually have a card deck with the pictures of the crystalline structure of water with various affirmations on it, like love, peace, joy, and they're absolutely beautiful. So if you're not familiar with Dr. Masaharo Emoto's work, you want to go online and look at these pictures because they're absolutely beautiful. And this is another thing that you can do to up your hydration practices paste a statement on 
your water bottle that says peace or love. I actually share that with a group I just took through a program and it was so cute. One of the women posted a picture of her water bottle. She had put love, written love and put it all on the outside. And you really do change that subtle energy of the water. So that's another thing that you can do to benefit yourself. I love that. You know, there's a very an ancient Native American practice of honoring the water, speaking to the water, blessing the water. And uh, I, one of the, the quotes in the book, the chapter title quote is Mani Winoka, which is a Lakota saying water is life. And mm-hmm. yeah, so Native Americans know that you know, we got to honor our ancestors before us and people before us and their knowledge and these native healers, because there is something there, you know, something we can believe, there. yeah. I mean, you know, we can all believe in, in God and, and your religion, but when it comes to medicine, it's a little taboo, but try oh, not to think of it that way. Don't get me know? started because medicine is a religion really <laughs> in it, our country. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it doesn't allow for other religions But that's a whole other story and very controversial, so we won't go there right now. This is amazing information, Dana. Thank you so much for sharing it, for coming back on the show and really helping people understand, again, why it's so important, how to do it right, some important considerations about how to take this out into your daily life, which I find that women are continually challenged with. And that's why I wanted to have you back to really help them to manage this. I know that you have a wonderful free guide for everyone. It's your Heal Up One Day Meal Prep Guide, and they can go to your website. We'll have a link in the show notes to download that. Do you want to say anything about it? No, um, sign up for my newsletter. If you like, I would love to talk to you or reach out to you via that. Um, And you can sign up on the website, drdanacohen.com. So, and, uh, okay. and quench, and quench is out in paperback today. So today, um, perfect. Today, yeah. So now it's, uh, hopefully even can get it into more hand, people's hands. So it's a little paperback version. You can get it where any, anywhere, but where books are sold. Yes. And I see it's in paperback, Kindle and hardcover on Amazon. So you can yeah. get it there. And I know you shared with us before what Her Brilliant Health means to you. And I think since then I changed it to Her Brilliant Health Revolution. What does that mean to you? What is the revolution? You know, so you asked me to prep something before we started. And I want to just read this to you. And, And I wonder if anybody's read it to you because it is, I've used it so many times and it is one of my most favorite things. It's about a paragraph long, so bear with me. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. It's so it's incorrectly thought that Nelson Mandela gave that quote, but it's actually Marianne Williamson who gave that quote. And it is so powerful to me because I think as women, we tend to give up our power. We tend to shrink 
you know, and I am finding as I am getting older, I'm 53 now, and I'm collecting all my other women friends stories, all my women patients story that this country's greatest untapped resource are menopausal women who have already, yes. who have already had their babies and now are looking for something very, you know, so I think that now more than ever, we have to take care of ourselves because it is more important than ever to share this wisdom and speak out our wisdom that we know it's what's going to change the world. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. It's one of my favorite passages. And Gandhi is quoted as saying that the Western woman is going to save the world. And I believe it's the Western menopausal woman. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Absolutely. And so we need to get everybody as healthy as possible in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and beyond, so we can deliver our gifts because I really do think that we have a unique wisdom. It's that intelligence coupled with intuition and the experiences we've had from all angles that is going, we're going to put in service to help us solve the problems that we're facing on this planet. That's my opinion anyway. I agree. (laughs) I agree. I love it. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you for being here. Thank you for helping us all understand the importance of proper hydration and how to go about doing it. It is so vital. And I I so appreciate the work that you're doing and you helping us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media and send it to someone who would benefit from it. If you love the show and really want to support it, please go to iTunes, write a review and subscribe. This helps other women find us so that they too can heal and enjoy brilliant health. I've got a gift for you. If you take a screenshot of your review, post it on your social media and tag me, I'll send you a special surprise right to your inbox. Thank you so much for joining me. And remember, healing and getting optimally healthy isn't magic, it's science.